I don't know if this is like how you feel too, but I almost feel except like now when things don't go well, uh, and the couple starts freaking out. Like I used to be kind of the, the best friend ally. And now I'm because of my identity, like as a mom, I almost am mm-hmm. like comforting them as a mom and like taking them being like, Hey, like it's okay. Like, it's okay. If like you said, the shirt or the tie or whatever, like that doesn't, the groomsman doesn't have that. Like, it's okay. This right. is part of the day. It's part of the memory. You're going to be okay. We've got you. And that's been kind of a cool adjustment to my business too, is to be able to empathize in that way. Even with the parents, like I go up to the mom or I go up to the dad and I'm like, this is such a special day for you. And now I finally, I'm not there yet. Like give me 18, 20 years, maybe a little bit more. My husband's like, Oh, she's not getting married before 30. Like, no, it's not happening. Um, But give me some time and I can empathize with how that feels. Welcome to the Light and Dark Photography Podcast, where you can build your business, grow your community, and have fun doing it. I am your host, John Mansfield. Every week, we bring you real conversations with photographers and entrepreneurs to discover ways that you can take your business to the next level and serve your clients well. We record these live in our Facebook community so you can be part of the conversation. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of whiskey and get ready for today's episode. have a returning guest on the show for you today. Tanya Parada is a wedding and destination photographer based out of Santa Monica, California. She is also part of the team behind Elevate Photo Awards. Um, In episode 78, she and the whole Elevate team joined me and we talked about elevating our client experience. It was a great conversation. Uh, Definitely one you should queue up after this one. Today, Tanya and I talk about how to navigate parenthood, business ownership, and how we've learned a lot um, about each aspect of life from the other. Uh, So here's that conversation with Tanya. We're we're ready for another podcast episode. Um, Got a returning guest, uh, Tanya Parada, with me. Um, I'm excited to to chat. Uh, We get to chat one on one this time. because you were here last time uh, with the whole Elevate crew. Yeah, and that's right. We had like a whole like Brady Bunch situation with all the squares. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're we're talking about um, parenting and business ownership and balancing business and life and all the things. Um, so if you have any questions about any of that, um, drop them in the comments and we will answer them. I love it. Yeah. I'm into my second cup of coffee. Usually, nice. At this point, it's usually two or three cups of coffee. Yeah. 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 Cause that's what 10, 10 a.m. Yeah. for you. Yeah. I've been up since about seven, six thirty seven, but yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But thank you for having me. Appreciate it. And yeah, uh, absolutely. Just to preface this, <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> okay. I, feel like, I feel like there might be some parents that come on and they're like, Okay, wait, how many children does she have? And how- <laughs> so I'm just going to preface this by saying, like, I have one child who's 16 months old and I have I still have no idea what I'm doing. Um, and I don't think that I have as much experience as practically like 80, 90 percent of like the listeners, but the little that I do know, the little that I do know, the little that I'm learning, I'm excited to share because I think like this year with co like, well, the last two years, there's so many new parents that I oh, feel yeah. like it's really great to have that conversation. Um, I think like there's 80% of my couples this year are either new parents or having a baby before their wedding. Um, so it's kind of an interesting, it's an interesting time to be a parent for sure. It is. Oh yeah. 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 And you have three kids, right? I have, I have three kids. Yeah. And our oldest yeah. is seven. So we've been parents for a bit. Um, mm-hmm. and it's still like the last couple of years, like with the pandemic and things has just, it's been a completely different way of parenting. Um, oh my gosh. 
crazy. Yeah. And all these kids born during the pandemic, um, which which yours and mine just found out. We probably talked about this last time you were on the on the episode or on the show. Um, But they're like two days apart. It's Um, crazy. So, yeah, yeah, I know that we we had figured out that they were close or at least born in the same month. But yeah, two days apart. Um, and yeah, yeah, those those pandemic babies, they are they're something else. They are yeah. they're they're different. They're very There's resilient. This, and the alpha generation, I guess, is what, like I've been researching it about, you know, what it, who they are, their uh-huh. specific type of like generation. Um, and they're very independent and they know exactly what they want and it's a blessing and a curse all wrapped into one yes Um, (laughs) but it's it's interesting like we took her to the park um a couple days ago and we had purposely avoided the park for so long because we're like oh other kids and other parents and covid and we just got to this point where we're like you know what like this is happening regardless because we need to socialize our daughter. Like she's been 16 months, not socializing with other kids. And that's a huge growth area that she has not, you know, even figured out. So we're like, okay, it is what it is. We're just going to do this. Oh um, yeah. She yeah, slept was... so that night. She was like a solid nice. sleeper. I was like, yes, win. <laughs> Yeah, she was like, I am not used to expending this much energy at the park yeah. and like meeting people. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's, and there was a hesitation. Like she went up to people and I'd be like, oh, oh yeah. you know, like holding them back, holding her back. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry to the parents. Like, so sorry. I'm so sorry. And they're like, no, it's fine. And I'm just like, okay, is this first time parent craziness or COVID? Um, right. Yeah. Have you experienced yeah, this thing? Like it's. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause like we, I mean, our oldest is seven. So things were very different in 2015. And, um, I remember when he was six days old, my wife and I went out on a date night, uh, to one of our favorite restaurants in Austin and just like brought him in the little carrier with a, a cover on it and just set him next to our table. And we had a date and just, you know, ate uh, our favorite calamari. And uh, and just we're, we're talking. And it was like the end of the night that the waitress came over and she was like, wait, there's a baby here. Like, I had no <laughs> idea. And we we're like, yeah, he's just sleeping. It's cool. Um, but then with our youngest, who is 16 months, um, who was born in the middle of the pandemic, like, height of everything in 2020 um i don't think she met another kid other than our older two um until she was like nine or ten months old and we had taken her to a park and it was like from a distance because we were not gonna i mean one parks with babies there's just so so much dirt and germs and stuff all over those places there's one park here in town Every single time that we go there, one of the kids gets sick, Um, which I was actually we were talking about this um, before we started recording um, how in January, like sicknesses just ran through our house, just taking each of us out. And that started from that park Uh, (laughs) because one of our friends was like, hey, let's do a play date. We want to go to this park. And we're like, every time we go there, we get sick. But. I mean, it's been a year since we've been there and then we went there and we all got sick. Um, So if you're in the college station area, yeah, (laughs) you have to like just weigh out the the consequences. You have to go, okay, is this like this will be this, but it'll also be this like which is more important to our family right now. My mental sanity, like get out and, you know, be with people or can we possibly get sick? Like it's just right. Yeah. Yeah. And like we we try and wipe down swings and stuff before we put her in it and and take all all the precautions, making sure that we're not just like here, just go lick this pole or whatever, Um, which is things that I remember doing as a kid and just like for attention, just going over to the swing set and like licking a pole. You're a great parent. And you're a great parent. <laughs> yeah. You know, try to like, <laughs> it's fine. Like <laughs> your immunity. Like just go over and yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I totally that for different. sure. In our backyard, 
we are totally hands off. Like go yeah. for it, whatever. I like, will we'll let all the kids just go run out there after the older ones get home from school. And, and then she's just sitting there like two minutes later, like we turn our back and then go right back out and she's just covered in mud and just like eating things and chewing on a stick. And we're just like, all right, cool. Hey, you know what? (laughs) Boosting that immunity. uh, You'll be good. You'll you're fine. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So fun. Yeah. Parenthood is fun and interesting and very different. Um, Like even just with our our three kids, like each one of them has been a very different kind of baby Um, where like our oldest was a lot more hands off where he would Mm -hmm. just sit there like in in the little crook of my arm and just chill and he loved watching football and we would just sit there and watch games. Um, and he would just, just kind of chill. And everyone was just like, he's such a chill baby. Um, and now he's just like all over the place, um, as a kid, but our other two, the, our girls were both very, everything all around, always wanting to do something and not chill at all. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so it's definitely like a learning process with each kid, um, just learning what you need to do. And every kid is different and how uh, they may need to be parented differently than uh, your your other ones have. Um, yeah. But but yeah. And then parenting and owning a business is even yeah. adding so much more on top of that. What have you seen? Like, have you seen? Um, since, since this is your first and you had this business before, um, what was like one of the, the biggest adjustments or struggles or, or whatever, once, once you had your little one? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, for me personally, as a mom, and I wonder now if this is kind of a, if this is all around for more moms and dads, not saying Mm. that it doesn't change the identity of, 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 of dads as well, but I think more so from moms. And I've actually been reading a book about this too. And it it seems to be the, the case where identity is such a huge adjustment. Um, my identity as a, as a person, then as a married couple, and then as a business owner, like all of that went out the window and all of that was starting from scratch, like relearning who I was as a person, I'm still figuring that out. I feel like through, through becoming a mom. Um, and then like business wise, just different identity. It's been a good thing. Um, someone a close friend of mine said that, you know, children are our best teachers. And I think that that's so important because so many things, attributes like good and bad pop up and get mirrored once you have a kid and you're like, Oh, okay, this is something I really need to work on. This is something that I believed in once. And now I don't, or I thought I would believe in when I would become a parent, but guess what? Like I'm a parent and I don't believe in that anymore. Or I don't, I don't, I don't feel like that's like some, a way that I want to train my child. And it's so different. And I think probably for you too, like you said, different for each kid. Um, we only have one and we don't plan on having more (laughs) Were to happen. Like, I'm sure that would be another experience of unlearning and relearning. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of unlearning and relearning in parenthood. Um, cause there was a lot of stuff like, you know, people were, were all like, you know, uh, you know, telling us don't, don't allow screen time or don't do these things. And, you know, don't, you know, allow them to pick what food they want to eat and all that. And like, as a parent, we have learned we're going to pick our battles because there are some hills that we'll die on. And we're like, no, we're going to we're going to stay firm on this. And then others that were like, you know, it has been such a rough month. Um, we're just going to put on a show like y'all can watch Encanto for the seventh time <laughs> this week. And we just need a little bit of a mental break from from parenting. And there were things like before 
before being a parent or like as like going through the whole pregnancy journey and like reading books and stuff, we didn't really read a lot of books, um, but we were given books <laughs> to read about being a parent. Um, but like going through all of that where we were like, oh, no, we're not going to do this thing or this is something that, you know, we're not going to do as a parent. And then once we become became parents, we we're like, oh, well, this actually isn't as detrimental as we thought it would be, or we need right. that mental bandwidth that we're going right. to pour in somewhere else. Yeah. It's very eye opening about the, the way that you live your life or lived your life. And now how, how one little person can just change everything. Right. Um, oh, yeah. and I think that that's been a huge eye opener for business uh, for our marriage. And then for, for me personally, like my, the identity that I, that I had, and it's crazy. Like I am very much an introvert extrovert and I'm very much like it. I would say an a type personality in the sense that I function well under knowing kind of my schedule or like what things need to be done, what things need, you know, kind of setting that tone where it's like, habits that are unbreakable, right? Mm. Things that you, that, that I need in order to get through the day. And so now I've kind of revised that where it's learning to live under, um, I don't know, like controlled chaos. Right. And yeah. that has helped oh, yeah. me so much, not only mentally, but also with business too, because I take that now on wedding days where I'm like, before I used to be like, okay, this has to happen. This has to happen. And I get kind of frustrated if things weren't going well, but then I'd play it off. Like, yeah, I'm great. Like, this is good. You know, makeup's running an hour behind <laughs> sure, whatever. And inside I'm like freaking out. But now that I've become a parent that controlled chaos where it's like, okay, you know what? this is what we plan for, but let's expect the unexpected. It's really helped like my wedding photography and my business as well. It's like, okay, yeah. this is just going to be messy and we have to be comfortable with the messy. And if we're not comfortable with the messy, how can we become comfortable with the messy or allow like certain of our aspects of our life to be on point? And then others, it's okay to let it kind of slip and not be a hundred percent. Because otherwise yeah. you're just going to go crazy. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. No, I love that because like um, in, instead of expecting perfection and just like the timeline, everything is going to line up perfectly. And then whenever it doesn't scrambling to figure out how to you know, get back on timeline or what photos you're going to move to after the ceremony because you don't have time anymore and all those things. But instead now arriving with like things are probably not going to go perfectly and I'm already ready for timelines to be off or for uh I had I had one a couple months ago where one of the the best man forgot his shirt and had to like send someone 15 miles down the road to his house to pick up the shirt. Um, cause he was, we were, we like, we were joking about like, well, you still have your, your blazer. So you could like put that on and just like show a bunch of chest hair. It's cool. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> like we, all the other groomsmen can match you. It'll be, it'll be fine. Um, but like those kind of things that, it's like, OK, well, now we can't take their photos before the ceremony because this dude doesn't have a shirt. Um, so we've got to figure out where we can squeeze that in. And they had like planned this sunset ceremony and all that. So we didn't have a lot of time. Um, yeah. But but yeah, just like showing up ready for the unexpected. Um, it's almost like kind of like in a stance ready for something to come at you instead mm -hmm. of just like unaware, just like everything's going to be fine. And then whenever something does come at you, it's like, Oh, okay. I wasn't ready for that, but now let me figure out what to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, I, and I, I totally agree. Is, I don't know if this is like how you feel too, but I almost feel except like now when things don't go well, uh, and the couple starts freaking out. Like I used to be kind of the, the best friend ally. And now I'm because of my identity, like as a mom, I almost am mm -hmm. 
like comforting them as a mom and like taking them being like, Hey, like it's okay. Like, it's okay. If like you said, the shirt or the tie or whatever, like that doesn't, the groomsman doesn't have that. Like, it's okay. This is part of the day. It's part of the memory. You're going to be okay. We've got you. And that's been kind of a cool adjustment to my business too, is to be able to empathize in that way. Even with the parents, like I go up to the mom or I go up to the dad and I'm like, this is such a special day for you. And now I finally, I'm not there yet. Like give me 18, 20 years, maybe a little bit more. My husband's like, Oh, she's not getting married before 30. Like, no, it's not happening. Right. <laughs> um, but give me some time and I can empathize with how that feels. And if the mom's like freaking out about details, I'm like, I like grab her and I'm like, it's okay. You're doing a great job. She loves you. We can see you love her. Like be part of the day. Like, don't worry about that stuff. I want to see mm-hmm. you be, enjoy this as much as you want your daughter to enjoy it. It's been a different type of, um, yeah, perception on wedding days now because of, yeah, um, yeah. Almost, almost like it, it sounds like, like bringing you more like empathetically in with the parents and yeah. with the whole, like the relationships of the day, um, and less of like, I'm taking photos, like still, still being aware of the relationships, but now it's like a deeper connection where you're like, Oh no. I'm a parent too. And it would be really important. Like if you're freaking out at your daughter's future wedding and, and all that, like for someone to stop you and be like, Hey, don't freak out about this stuff. Like it is okay. If this vase fell over in the wind, someone else will sweep that up (laughs) and put it together. Like you go, you know, go, go zip up the the wedding dress right now, or just go spend time with your child as on their wedding day instead of like, cause I remember, um, my, like my parents owned the wedding or not owned, they managed the wedding venue, um, that my wife and I got married at and they were like all over the place. They tried to set up people to, to help, but still there were, you know, people coming over and like, Hey, we need help with this or this is going wrong. And they were all over. And I don't remember seeing them until the ceremony on my wedding day. Cause they were all over. Um, yeah. and, and like, that's something that, that I'm also like, as a parent now, f- I feel a lot more connection with like the, the father daughter dance and the, um, those moments during the wedding day that before I was like, yeah, cool. I'll get, I'll get good angles, make sure the lighting's good. But now it's like, okay, I want to make sure that I'm telling this story a lot better, uh, for both of your sakes. Yeah. Uh, It's a deeper, it's a deeper layer. It's definitely another layer added onto the onion. Like it's just new, new aspect and yeah crazy yeah. oh yeah yeah it's it's uh and like you mentioned this earlier and i i didn't answer your question um <laughs> but uh <laughs> but yes yeah that changed a lot for me the um that identity of uh cuz before it was like i'm you know, a, a single dude, I was just John. And then like, I got married and now I'm like a married couple. And like, my wife is a lot of my identity as well. Um, not in the like, you know, uh, dependency issue type stuff, but like, like she is very much my life. So any, most of the conversations that I have, she ends up coming into, um, which will be funny whenever she's listening to this later. Cause she's been like catching up on my recent episode and she was like you've mentioned me quite a bit <laughs> and I'm like oh yeah well you're my wife so uh, I do talk about you um but like uh, then going into parenthood I feel like I talk about my kids a lot um and and that is a lot of like it takes up a lot of your time um mm-hmm. and uh and with the the younger ones a lot of your night as well Get freedom back into your life with Freedom Edits. Do you often feel overwhelmed by the endless supply of photos, the amazing photos that you've taken, and you're just needing to edit them now? 
and they're just piling up and piling up. I know the feeling. I feel you. I was you not too long ago. But Freedom Edits is a team of photo and video editors who absolutely love to edit. You know that thing that you don't really super enjoy? Maybe you really love taking the photos, but you hate editing. These people love editing. They are a unicorn. They are amazing. And what I love about Freedom Edits, other than regaining more time to work on my business and spend afternoons with my kids and evenings with my wife, is that they are very hands-on with feedback. They want to know all the little tweaks you'd make to their edits, and then they learn how to better match your style. Now, I hardly have to adjust anything when I receive galleries back from my editor, Nick. What is up, Nick? You are amazing. So head to lightdartco.com slash freedom to get 30% off your first order. Their prices are hella affordable anyway for the amount of time that they save you already. So get 30% off lightdartco.com slash freedom and get more freedom in your life. I don't know. This uh, this is not uh, a question that I had sent you earlier, but like with um, with parenting and a a younger child, a baby slash toddler. Now, I don't really know when the toddler starts um, like I think that it's age. One range. year, they say. One it's year. Like, okay. Technically, okay. your kid's a toddler at one year. Yeah, when they like walk and. Yeah. Communicate and stuff like that. That makes sense. Um, So like through baby and toddler stage, um, how did you work around? Like, were you able to like schedule your work time in a different way? Uh, Because I know that was a big deal for me where I was like, oh, okay, I don't have my evenings to edit photos anymore because I'm getting up with her and and getting bottles and all that kind of stuff was did you were you able to structure that well or just kind of like ride with with the waves of parenthood? Yeah, at the beginning, I definitely think it was riding the wave because there was such even now too, but but now there's a little bit more structured of a schedule. Um, But I do think that it was this holy grail of time that I had either for myself or my business when she would go down for a nap and I'd be like, okay. I have an hour, hour and a half on a good day to hustle. So it gave me Mm -hmm. a huge motivation and clarity during that time to get the most essential things done. Whereas before I feel like I didn't, I'd be like, oh, I'll get that done when X, right? Or, oh yeah, that'll, that'll, I can figure that out in the evening. I don't have that luxury anymore. And so it's made me super crystal clear on my time management, how I use my time, my priorities, my headspace. I say no a lot more than I used to because I just don't have the mental stamina to do all the stuff that I used to do. Um, So that's kind of the big thing is like I at first I had like huge decision fatigue. because it was, there was just so much coming at me all at once. But then when I kind of got into the groove of like, okay, this is, these are the aspects of my life that I I need to, to accomplish, right? I need to clean my house. I need to feed my family. I need to do laundry. I need to uh, work on business, get to the emails, you know, do all the, the CRM editing, marketing, um, schedule the shoots, like all of that. And then just trying to figure out how to make those things either automated or, um, less perfect than they were before. Cause done it done is better uh-huh. than perfect. It's like, yes, a hundred percent like dishes, like just thinking of dishes right before. I know this sounds like really funny, but before we used to rinse <laughs> them, and then put them in the dishwasher or like we would, you know, take our time, put on some music, put on a vinyl and like just, you know, mosey on through. And now it's like, OK, I set my alarm for 20 minutes and 20 minutes is what I have to do dishes. And if all of them don't get done, fine. And if some of them end up being 
not rinsed and just thrown into the dishwasher, then I make sure to buy awesome detergent that like gets to the <laughs> gets it really clean. Because uh-huh. you just need to do things that make the decision fatigue and all of those things that are just difficult to get done easier. Make your life easier. Yeah. It's funny um, that you mentioned dishes because that was one of the yeah. things that changed for us because before it was just like finish dinner or whatever. It will throw them in the uh, in the sink and then we would do the same thing. Like I'm I'm the dishwasher. Uh, my wife does it every now and then. But like that was like in our premarital counseling, we talked about chores and yeah. uh, washing dishes and taking out the trash we're both like she was like i have no desire to do either of those and i was like yeah those are like i'm fine with taking out the trash whatever i was a janitor as a kid so i'm cool with that um and oh like God, dishes are just kind of really okay <laughs> yeah. that's cool <laughs> yeah my parents owned a janitorial uh company so from like age six i was there emptying trash vacuuming all that kind of stuff um, and then I took over whenever I was like 16. <laughs> but, that's literally hundred percent cool. my story too. Like, that's so wow. funny. I did not know that about you. Awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. <laughs> so you and your wife, um, question, cause like this, yeah. this has helped us. So I wonder like, do you guys, before you turn on TV at the in night at like a nighttime or pour yourself a cocktail or read books or like the the thing that you guys get to have for your you time do mm. you guys set aside time to kind of tidy up the house and like get it all squared away for the dead next day not every day um as we used to do that every day and then yeah. that would take a lot of our our quiet time our alone time like our kind of chill down time um so now it's like every other day we'll do that um and and with the the kids like our older two, you know, seven and about four, um, we kind of have them help clean up and like put dishes into the sink. Anything that's left over from dinner or, uh, you know, picking up some toys, they don't always do the best job. So we often have to go back through. Um, but yeah, usually we'll like. Uh, timers have been a huge thing for us as well, where we're like, all right, we've got 15 minutes and we're going to pick up and tidy and we're going to put things where they belong uh, or at least in piles or something. And once that 15 minutes is over, we'll kind of like finish up what we're doing. But then that's it. And we're not yeah. just going to keep going because we will just keep going and we'll see something else and be like, yeah, we actually we need to, you know, we need to go through the fridge and like take out anything that's expired and like redo this and wipe down the spill and and then oh yeah and then in the laundry room we have this and it'll just go to hours um so yeah we try and do like a quick little something um cleaning up tidying and then going into our uh our, our us time adult time just yeah. chilling and uh and getting to hang out yeah. And oh my goodness. Like I, it, it is, it's part of the day that I live for. I love my daughter and I know that all parents can empathize with this, but it's like, mm-hmm. I look forward to the time that's nap number one. I look forward to the time it's nap possibly number two. I look forward to the time it's like downtime because I'm able to get all that other stuff done. Um, but, but it's also, I'm learning to enjoy the present, which I've always struggled to kind of be present. It's like, okay, yes, the laundry is piling up like no one's business, but I'm going to enjoy tickling my daughter right now because she seems to be in the mood for like a good chase me around the living room and tickle session. So I'm going to do that. And Honestly, there, I have to remind myself they're only little once, like she's only little once you have to, you have to be present. Otherwise 10 years down the road, I'm going to be kicking myself that I put a client call above, above my daughter, like tickling my daughter, you know, that can business stuff can wait. Um, 
And if it can't, then figure out a way to, you know, communicate that with the client. I've many times been like, hey, guys, like I only have five minutes to chat. Is that cool with you? Because I got to put my daughter down for a nap or she's screaming in the background. Like, are you good with having a phone session with a screaming child? Great. Right. Like, this is part of my identity. Thank you. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And like like you were saying earlier, with a lot of your couples either ha- already having kids or they're going to have kids before uh, their wedding date, that has I mean, I've had so many discovery calls where uh, like my daughter will just walk in. I'm like, hey, um, yeah, I'm just going to I'm just going to have her here. And she's just going to sit on my lap. You know, I'll give her like a game or something. And then we're chatting over Zoom and they're just like, oh, yeah, our daughter's about the same age or, you know, that it just like kind of builds that connection even more. Um, yeah. And before I would have just been like mortified and like, oh, no, this needed to be perfect. And, you know, I need to like lock the doors. They can't come in, which this yeah. is this office has like the worst. They're like those accordion doors. So there's yeah. no way of locking it. And there's like, well, hopefully <laughs> no one walks in. Like every time yeah. I record a podcast and just like, eh, we'll see. That's so uh, Speaking but, of which, like yeah. while you're chatting with me, I can visually yeah. see her up and like not like moving around. She just woke up for her nap and she's like, uh-huh. my nana is blowing up and is like, hey, she's awake. She's awake. <laughs> Do you mind if I run upstairs and grab her? Yeah, go ahead cool? and grab her. Okay. That's I'll be totally right cool. Yeah. Okay. okay, cool. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Yeah, Hi. no problem. We did Hi. have a good today. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I saw on your um, uh, Instagram, you're like, there might be a guest appearance in the podcast tomorrow. Yeah, (laughs) because she naps at this time and then I'm never sure like when it's usually like 1030 or 11 that she wakes up. And thankfully, Uh my husband and I both work from home. So we just end up like (laughs) like trading her off (laughs) like your turn. Uh (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah. Hi. Yeah, same here. Hi. Hola, hola, hi. We're trying to teach her <laughs> Spanish, but yeah. Hola, hola. Yeah, we've been we've been trying to do that too. We um we did we were really good with uh with our oldest. Um and like teaching words, we were teaching like agua and water and like trying to do that and then for whatever reason with our second, we were just like didn't even think about it until she was already saying words. And then we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we, yeah. we we're going to do the whole bilingual deal um, yeah. and like sign language. And um, we were going to just speak um, in a British accent around <laughs> our kids so that they would grow up with British accents. Um, and that lasted maybe three months. Um, and then we just got tired. Um, that's awesome. And then, and then like Peppa Pig came out and now a lot of kids have British accents because they list, they watch Peppa Pig and we're like, Oh, well, that's it. We just need to let our kids watch Peppa Pig all the time. Yeah. Peppa Pig or Blueies because Blueies is Australian and she's obsessed with Blueies. So that's, that's our go-to show. Really? Yeah, that's a new one that we've uh, been introduced to. And uh, I learned so much parenting advice from Daniel Tiger, Peppa Pig and Bluey. Yeah. No joke. I'm like, wow, that's a great point. I should incorporate that. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Daniel Tiger was like on all the time uh, with our with our oldest when he was a baby. And yeah. we were just like, oh, OK, yeah, I like this. Like I was like, oh, this is good writing like this. This is actually helpful because um, I don't remember what I watched when I was little. Uh, but like the stuff that I can remember is like Tom and Jerry and, you know, mm-hmm. Bugs Bunny and stuff. And I was like, there were no like moral lessons. There was no it was just them chasing each other around. And that's that's all I remember. Um, and like yeah. Wiley Coyote trying to get the Roadrunner. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. For any parents out there, those are some some great shows. Um, yeah. I, we kind of touched a little bit on like work life balance and and what that looks like. And um, 
And you, yeah. you already gave uh, some great tips on that of like, you know, restructuring everything and not just trying to force this new um, parenthood lifestyle into what it looked like to be, uh, you know, without kids or to be single or whatever, um, yeah. which I think is a great thing to like reassess everything um, anytime that you're like moving into a different stage. Because um, I remember being being single i had so much free time and i just like did whatever i wanted whenever i wanted and then when i started dating my wife i was like it wasn't like a um like a bad thing that i couldn't do whatever i wanted because i i still could but i um i didn't want to i wanted to like my my priorities changed instead of like hey i want to go like play these video games or whatever, or like, I'm just going to go hang out with these guys or something. I was like, I know I want to, to hang out with you and like make, make a cake and stuff. Yeah. Um, It's funny how we thought we were, we were so busy back then, like so busy. And now I would just want to take everyone who doesn't have kids or be like, enjoy this time. Like you said, Yes. Yeah. Um, but, you know, also being a parent, I think there's there's that clarity, that motivation, like my everything about my business, I feel like has changed or is changing, like the mentality of it. I feel I feel like I can try, like raise my prices now because, hey, guess what? I'm not going to be spending this time away from my kid unless it's really worth it. Like yeah. I'm in it. There's childcare involved and there's, you know, time away from my kids. So that's kind of given me the freedom to ask for more as well. Cause it's like, like, I'm sorry, but that's, that's how it is, you know? Oh yeah. Especially with weddings. I'm not sorry, but it's like, (laughs) I'm not sorry, but you know what I mean? Like it's in your head. Right. You, you have a different reason now. Yes. It's not just, I want more money. Uh, so I'm going to charge more. Um, which is, that's a hard way. Uh, it's difficult to justify that when you are, um, going through pricing with a couple, uh, cause you're just like, I just want more money. So that's why I raised my prices. I mean, you don't yeah. tell them that, but that's like your mindset. And now yeah. it's like, no, like in order to take me away from my family for a weekend, um, or more, if I'm like traveling to another state, uh, for a wedding, like that's, that's going to be at least three days that I'm going to be gone. Uh, so (laughs) this is how much that three days away from my family is going to cost. And, um, right now the way, like, because for us, we're still, you know, I'm still feeding her. Um, and so for me, I can't really be away from her for destination weddings or overnight weddings. Like I have to bring her with me. So my client needs to know that, Hey, we're a package deal. Like if, if I'm coming to shoot your wedding up North, like, okay, but my daughter's going to come too. And so is my husband and then our second shooter. And it's like (laughs) all these things that are, you know, that you have to just take into consideration. Um, yeah, it's crazy for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's, that's all stuff that we as business owners need to take into consideration as well. Um, cause like I, and it's probably like 2018, 2019, I was really pushing for destination weddings, you know, uh, in, in other States and stuff. I was just bored of Texas and I wanted to go, everywhere. And I was, I was traveling a lot. Um, but it was also like, Oh yeah, I'm, I hadn't thought about the time that I was going to be away from my family and also what that would look like with my wife and two kids and having to set up childcare and get, you know, grandparents to come into town or something over the weekend. Cause her job also had her working, you know, like a couple Saturdays a week or a couple Saturdays a month. And, um, and like that was stuff that I hadn't factored in to my pricing or my business structure until I had them booked. And then I was like, Oh yeah, this is coming up in two months. We need to put this together. Um, so that's definitely something to think about as, as a parent. Yeah. My, my destination weddings have gone down at like exponentially. And also Mm -hmm. 
my collections where I included more than 10 hours, like that also has had to play into a part now because I'm like, okay, 10 hours, like I'm coming home midnight, 1am uploading cards, doing all this right in time for me to give her like mid past midnight feed. And so it's like all of these things I have to kind of figure out. Um, It was like one example that was really weird over COVID is I remember there being a restriction that was going to go in place like the next day. And um, my one of my bride's moms called me up and was like, hey, I know we said we were having the wedding next week. But in order for us to comply with stuff, like we literally need to have the wedding tomorrow or it's not happening. Mm. And I was so kind of unprepared for that as a mom because I was like, okay, um, you know, what do I do? Like, so I ended up taking all the freezer milk that I had, you know, like pumping essentially like all night prepping everything, like going down. It was just, it was crazy. So now I've learned like <laughs> situations where, okay, maybe I should have done this better. I should have done the, you know, but that's part of being a business owner is just kind of riding the wave, figuring out things as you go. Um, and also just being a parent, it's like figuring things out as you go and a lot of help from other people that are in the same shoes. So yes. Yeah. I've learned so much from other moms that are business owners and parents that are business owners. And it's nice to have that community. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Cause it just, it, it even helps your sanity of just like, I don't know what I'm doing and like these things yeah. keep happening and I'm trying to figure out like, is this a good way of, of structuring my time and, and talking to someone who's been through it or, you know, who is, um, yeah, currently, uh, currently a, a parent of, you know, around the same age child or something. And, and they're like, okay, this is how I do it. And it works really well for me. You can yeah. take that. And it's not always going to like, their puzzle piece is not going to fit your puzzle. Um, exactly. But Mm -hmm. it's a good way of like, Oh yeah, I didn't think about that aspect of structuring this time during nap time. Like I was always trying to do, um, household chores during that instead of working through my emails during that time. Right. And the big thing that I've learned from, that community um, of parents that know way more than I do and have been around, you know, just experienced so much more um, mm. is like to prioritize yourself, because if you if you don't do that, then you're essentially not being the best version of yourself for your child. So there's things that I do now that are like, I'm sorry, like this is, this is what I need to do for me. Like I need to go work out for at least 30 minutes or I need to, you know, go have that cup of coffee around the corner and just have like me time. Because if I don't do that, then I'm not taking care of giving you the best version that you need. Um, to have as a parent. Yeah. And as a spouse too. It's the whole, Oh Yeah. 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 I mean, it's it's that whole, um, you know, airline, you know, put the oxygen mask on yourself before you help others. Like if you're not taking care of yourself, you cannot take care of other people well. Um, Yeah. And and we've we've found that uh, very true of, you know, not not eating well or not exercising or not um, taking those breaks, you know, you know, like going around the corner and just having a 30 minute coffee by yourself, um, or just going to a park and just walking around by yourself, talking to a friend on the phone or whatever. Um, and taking those mental breaks, uh, like when we started doing that, that helped so much. And we felt like we were better parents and better equipped to parent, um, whenever we were at a healthier place. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. I de- we definitely do the 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 lucha libre chocolate mano like tag team. It's like all right, I'm done. Like uh-huh. tag, you're in the ring now. Like this is yep. this is your time with her, and 
I'm so grateful that I have a husband that worked from home too. Cause we, we, we have, we don't have a childcare, um, provide, you know, someone to, to come in a nanny right now. Um, right. and so it's like, that's, we just tag each other. And that has been so helpful. Cause I'm like, peace out. Like I'm, <laughs> but you know, also I think I, I'm learning to set myself up for success. So there's things that I'll do where it's like, this is, this is, not going to be, um, uh, a maybe or what if like, this is what I need. These are the staples of my life that I need. So, um, something that I've, has been really helpful for me with the whole like working out thing. Cause I just, I just started like maybe three months ago, just starting like eating healthier, um, working out. Cause I was like, I don't have energy. And in order to get my energy up for this next wedding season, we need to, we need to figure this out. So yeah. now, um, at night before I go to bed, I set out my, my workout clothes, like right next to my bed. So it's my last reminder and my first reminder in the morning, like, okay, this is part of my priority. Um, same mm-hmm. thing, like with the coffee grinds and everything all in one place in the kitchen and the kitchen cleaned up. So it's like, okay, fresh start, fresh morning. There's certain things that I won't compromise now, you know, cause it's, yeah it's like, it's an essential for my mental health. (laughs) Oh yeah. 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 And like, that's, that's really important to assess that and figure out what it is that is essential for you and what Mm -hmm. it is. That's like, I need this. Like this is going to help me be a better version of myself. So I'm going to, to set out that work clothes and I'm going to set out those coffee grounds and get that ready yeah. So that I can be the best me. Like, yeah, it's, it's so even things that before I felt like were kind of a luxury thing. And now I need to put that into my cost of living, having a cleaner come, you know, having groceries delivered, things that will save time and essentially money um, that are just things we don't compromise on anymore. Like it's it's part of the essential for us to, to work as a family and as business owners. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We do, we do hello fresh and that has been a game changer for us because like meal planning was difficult and we were just eating the same things over and over and we're like, cool spaghetti. We can do that. That's quick. (laughs) Um, and like we were just like in, in the same cycle and it was a difficult like we were looking at the cost of, okay, if we're going to have three meals coming in for two people, like it's going to be this much and that's a lot every month. And, uh, but what it did was it cut our grocery budget like in half, um, by them providing everything. And we're not wasting as much as we were before when we would buy a bunch of produce and then it would just like go bad because we'd forget about it. Um, or we'd leave it in a bag and then it would just rot. But, um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of things. Yeah. 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 Or delivery costs or all the nights that we're like, we don't want spaghetti again. Like let's just go order a pizza or let's go to Chick-fil-A or whatever. And it, it cut down a lot of our eating out and a lot of our groceries and ended up saving us money, even though it was an expense. Um, and that's not the same for everything. Like, you know, a, a house cleaner or someone to come by and, Uh, fix up everything is not going to save you money, but it will save you time and it will save you uh, mental capacity. And that will actually, you know, as a business owner, like that's going to actually make you more money than you're spending. So those were all, it was difficult for me to get into that mindset of like wrapping my mind around if we spend money, like this actually could make us more or it, it's at least going to be worth the money that we're spending because we I grew up pretty poor. We didn't I mean, we were the people that went and cleaned other people's houses. And um, and yeah, it was it was difficult to be like, oh, yeah, we can pay for these, you know, luxury services um, yeah. in order to uh, to t- take care of ourselves and and to make our our lives and ourselves better. Uh, yeah to take care That's of everything so, else. It's so interesting that I had the same mentality like growing up and same 
I, I mean, not saying, I don't know what the situation for you guys were, but same thing, like mm-hmm. where it's just now I feel like, Oh, having a cleaner is like such a luxury, you know, and it's something that we don't need, but it's reframing the, the reframing the thought and being like, no, I'm actually, you know, time, time is money and it's important to, to have more of it. And how do I do that? Oh, yeah. Um, and I think like, I just finished the, um, Dave Moss, and Angie Nelson's course on, um, on business, the B3A business as yeah. an adventure. And that was uh-huh. something that was huge for me when he sat down and talked about like, imagine the, your perfect, essentially like your perfect day or your perfect life. Like, what would it be? And for me, it was like more time doing things I want or more time with my daughter. Okay. How do I do that? And I love the template that they had was like, figure out, you know, cause I didn't know exactly. I was kind of putting like my, my pricing as like a, like a, a number that I thought was like, okay, you know, my time right. worth, but they break it down as like cost of living plus cost of doing business. And then that really highlighted for me areas that I needed to, to work on and restructure my business according to like my new needs as a parent. Um, yes. So yeah, just a shout out for them. Cause I thought that, that that's, it was really, really eye opening for me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That whole, I mean, looking at, um, more than just like, okay, well, what is it going to cost me? Like what's, what's Adobe cost for a month to have Lightroom and Photoshop and all these things. And what's my equipment cost. Um, but also like, what what does it cost to to run a business and what are, what are your costs in life and um and like uh, hiring someone to come in and clean like that is a way of outsourcing mm-hmm. and because like we outsource you know editing and you can outsource like emails and have a virtual assistant and all that kind of stuff but then it comes to your personal life and it's a lot harder to justify that outsourcing because you're like well i can do this Um, but the time that you save from that, you can spend, you know, chasing your daughter around and tickling her in the living room. And like, that is so much worth, uh, you know, plus you get a clean house after that. Um, but like that, that time and that money is, is well spent outsourcing to someone else, um, so that your time can be used in the way that you want to use it the most. Yeah. Uh, so I love that. And yeah, uh, Dave and Angie are, they're amazing. Uh, they're amazing. Um, yeah. 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 Oh, so, okay. Well, um, I know we've kind of like hit a bunch of these, uh, just through the conversation, but, um, what are some steps that, uh, the listener can take to, uh, to like start implementing more of a, a work-life balance and and assessing the things that maybe need to be outsourced, assessing the stuff that uh, maybe need to be automated. Um, what are some things that they can do? If you're single, well, regardless if you're single or you're, you're married, I think it's um, having that very honest conversation with yourself or with your spouse about what mm. your life looks like, what you want it to look like, what are the costs involved? What are things, where are things that you need to improve on? I think that habits are a huge, huge, huge um, way of building the life that you want. Because if you don't start from the foundation of figuring out what the bad habits and good habits are, you're not going to reach the goals that you want. And then automating your life as much as you can and making it work for you by implementing that cost of that automation into your business. Uh, for me, those would be the big tech takeaways. And then just on a personal level, just being flexible and gracious with yourself and with your new life until, until you figure it out or things get better. You just have to give yourself that space um, to really just be ride the wave, be in it in the moment and be okay with things not being perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Going, going back to the done is better than perfect. And yeah. 
uh, you know, that that's a, a big thing. I was very much a perfectionist um, in my my past life before uh, before getting married and before having kids. And it is a much more enjoyable life now um, with the the done is better than perfect uh, mentality because I'm not beating myself up and I'm not procrastinating um, where I'm just like, well, I know that I don't have two hours to spend on this thing, so I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to put out a new blog because it's going to take too long to write all yeah. the words exactly how I want it to be. Um, and yeah, it's uh, yeah, I think I think those are those are great, um, great tips for uh, for anyone out there, whether you have kids or uh, whether you have a significant other or spouse or you're just going through life by yourself um, right now. Or a fur like, baby. Or a fur <laughs> baby. Whatever, whatever, uh, whatever you got. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's so good. Um, like really assessing what you want and what it's going to take to get to what you want your life to look like. Yeah. Um, and maybe maybe not, you know, because sometimes it's not going to be like, oh, well, you know, it's going to take X amount of hours of working and it's going to take this to outsource this um, in order for my life to look like how I want it to look. Um, sometimes you got to take little baby steps um, in order to get there. Um, but like setting those dates to like, OK, I want my I want to take the next step in six months. So I'm going to work really hard this next six months in order to bring on a virtual assistant to help me with my studio management. Mm -hmm. And then six months after that, I want to start doing this or whatever. Um, so, okay. Yeah, being well, cool. clear and clear. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Like it's important to know the what, when, where, how, and be very specific on things. Um, so that procrastination, I mean, I, I'm, what we all human nature like procrastinate it's just what we do especially if you're okay. a business owner it's kind of hard to stick to things but um the more clear you are on like your vision for your life and the specifics then i think it's makes it it takes that decision fatigue out of it because you're like i know this is the time and this is the place i'm gonna do x sorry this is my second cup of coffee i'm totally like chatter chatter mouth but no it's, i that's great. enjoy your podcast and yeah. i enjoy like your, the vibe that you have <laughs> yeah you all day long yeah yeah no yeah seriously i i i would just let us keep going on like we can just do like I a three it. hour we'll just okay. chop it up into into parts um yeah. but yeah well tanya i've really enjoyed this too i'm almost finished with my second coffee um but um yeah so Okay, there's there's part I think we did this whenever you and, and Stephen and Darian were on um, where we talk about what we're loving this week. Um, yeah, it could be movie, TV show, book, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, what are you loving this week? I'm loving um, reading at night. Um, doing I'm I'm into um, a couple books right now. Atomic Habits is one. Mm. Uh, I have my husband doing Rich Dad Poor Dad. Um, <laughs> he's loving that. Both of those um, are very good books. Yeah, such good books. And then I just finished the one that I think I had mentioned earlier on in the podcast, which is um, to have and to hold motherhood, marriage, and the modern dilemma. If you're a mom, that is a one, especially new mom, 100 million percent. Huh. You have to read. Have to read. Yeah. Okay. To have and to hold? Or? To have and to hold okay. motherhood, marriage, and the modern dilemma. It's a mouthful, but okay. it is the best money I spent on Amazon last month. So. Huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. I haven't heard of that one. I will. Uh. I'll have to look that one up. I just too. gifted it to one of my my brides who's like a mama and she's like I she's loving it. It's so good. Nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'll have a link to that and the other the other books as well um in the show notes. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I, awesome. I always love whenever I hear a new book or something and I'm just like, okay, cool. Yeah. I have something new to go yeah. check out. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you? Are you into, are you, is there a book that you really like right now? Um, yeah, actually. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, 
I'm always like watching shows and stuff. Um, like we talked about dishes earlier. That's like my time to like 20 minutes of, uh, a, of a section of a movie. Um, or whenever I'm cooking dinner or something, just kind of like have that on, get my Bluetooth in and I'm just like separated <laughs> from, from everything. Um, so yeah, there's, um, there's a few, um, book wise, um, uh, Natalie Frank's book, um, what is it called? It is, uh, how, not how I built this. That's not, that's a podcast. Um, it is built to belong. I knew that built was in there somewhere. Um, but, uh, yeah, built to belong is, it's a really good book, uh, very centered around community and, um, and, uh, kind of like working through, um, that importance of community and that we are built to belong with other people, um, and built to belong in community together. Um, actually have a couple copies up here. I had, I got one and then I was given one at a conference that I went to. Uh, so if anyone's interested, if you want that book, DM me and, uh, I'll send it to you. I, I don't need two copies. I'm, uh, I'm DMing you right okay, now. No, I'm just cool. kidding. <laughs> Uh, just kidding but i'm writing it down that's great yeah I'm a, I'm a now. yeah yeah it's it's a good one i i've really enjoyed it uh and she has some some really interesting stories uh kind of like the uh, the psychology of uh community and what that does to us and like some stories that go along with like ants and things uh that i'm just like oh hmm. that's a that's a cool visual um yeah but but yeah, yeah. Built to belong. Natalie Frank is cool. a good one. I wrote it down. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, Tanya, where can people find you? Where can they follow along? Where can they, uh, you know, tag you whenever they're like, oh, I love this episode. All these parenting tips. Um, where, where can they find you? <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just starting off on this journey. So I'm, I would love to hear if other people have suggestions, just drop me a DM on, um, my Instagram at Parada studio. If there's like a book or something, or if you have a question, um, or have like a tip for me, great to know. Um, my website is paradastudio.com. Uh, if you want to follow photography and yeah, that's about it. Sweet. All right. Well, cool. Well, thank you so much for for coming on the show again. Uh, it was nice to have a one on one talk with you um, this Ladies. time. And yeah, it's thank you it was, so uh, much. Really? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for the the kind words about the podcast, too. I love I love the laid back feel. Uh, try and cultivate that. And just like, you know, we're just we're just sitting here drinking our coffees. Uh, yeah. Just having a little bit of time away from the kids. Yeah, I love that conversational aspect of your podcast. So awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, well, I appreciate you. Y'all, I loved getting to chat with Tanya about parenting and how we can take lessons from raising our children and implement them into our business and just life in general. Um, As always, you can check out all the things in today's episode in the show notes at lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash 106. This podcast was recorded in front of a live Facebook audience. Join us for the next live episode by joining the Light and Dark Photography Podcast group on Facebook. This episode was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme song is by the talented John Isaac. All the ads in today's episode are affiliate partnerships which means you get a great deal while supporting us and helping keep this podcast coming at you. You can follow the show on Instagram at lightdarkco. Tanya is at Parada Studio, and you can find me at All Heart Photo. Subscribe to the show if you like. Leave us a review, show some love, share with your friends. I love seeing that. I love making new friends. Um, until next time, stay humble, serve others, and bring people joy. Bye.